2: This
0: is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Saturday my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein Sport Daily podcast with me, your host Andy Goldstein. And of course, don't forget, I'm back on drive all next week from 4pm alongside the sneaker freak Darren Bay. Now we begin today's potty thing with, of course, Premier League action as Burnley took on Luton Town in a relegation six-pointer. Here's how this barn burner, I don't even know what that means, played out. It was live on TalkSport yesterday.
4: Friday night, and it's all about having a great time. All about getting out. That's Luton's priority tonight. Moves towards the edge of the area, runs across the 18-yard line, then sets it back up for Barkley to shoot, and it's a left-handed save by James Trappard. Here he is. Uh, Lyle Foster out to the left for Burnley who come forward with Odeberg who goes on the outside defender low cross in towards the near post it's snubbered in Amdouni has scored and Luton there's no doubt about it the way they've started the game should not be behind but they are here is Odeberg down the left cutting in on his right foot his effort takes a deflection Kaminski has to jump away to his right hand side and claw it away from the post Amari Bell switches the play wide left now Doughty needs an incisive cross it's going to be plucked by Trafford, who was beaten to it goalkeeper has missed it and Colton Morris has popped it into an empty net and Luton have equalised Burnley supporters and the players surrounding the referee, suggesting there was a foul on Trafford. Wow, he's giving it. It is a goal for Luton that changes the complexion of the bottom of the table. Finished at Turf Moor on a feisty Friday night. Burnley won Luton one.
0: And following the game, we heard from Vincent Company, not company, company. And Rob Edwards.
5: Well, Rob,
4: that was an eventful
5: end to that game. What did you make of this situation? I feel for their side. I think if, if it had gone against us, then maybe I'd have been disappointed. But at the same time, it would have been very soft if it was given us a foul as well. It's a really difficult decision. I think that's the, diff, the difficult thing of BAI, just chucking it to someone else's opinion, uh, you know, in a studio somewhere miles away. And then, you know, you're almost like, well, what do you think? You know, the referee gave the goal on the pitch here, so it stands... I'm, I'm, look, I'm thankful that we got the goal, clearly. It's nothing less than what we deserved in the end. How important was it not to lose tonight? Very important. Yeah, it's all right for me to say that now. You know, if we'd have come in and lost 1-0, then I'd have been saying, look, it's, nothing's <laughs> done or over yet. There's still a long way to go, and there is still a long way to go. We, we came here to win the game, and I think you could see that with our performance. I thought we were dominant for... The vast majority of the game. But look, we made a few changes. We shuffled it a little, a, the shape a couple of times, and then you know, one of the one of the, the lads that came off the bench, Carlton Morris, who's so important for us, stepped up and with a really big moment. Well, Vincent, can you just elaborate, explain how did you view the incident that involved Elijah Adebayo and James Trafford in the box?
2: I, I can't believe that with the importance of this game that this is what we're talking about now. This is the conclusion of this game. is going to be this moment. Uh, fair play to the striker. Fair play to 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 Luton. They're they're a terrific outfit. I, I, everything they did today was was tough to handle. But in that moment, I mean, if if it's going to cost us a goal, not something obvious like this. Anybody that's played the game know what's happened. The striker's looked over his shoulder, looks at the goalkeeper, barges into him, clears the space for his uh, for his teammate. Then, as he's done that, he looks at the referee, sees if he gets away with it. None of the Luton players are celebrating. <laughs> Nobody, anybody at that moment in time that's played a little bit of game knows what's happened. Okay, move on. And so he's not giving it. The referee's not giving it. And then you think right, the VAR will sort it out. They're not doing anything about it because we're gonna we're gonna hear again about clear and obvious error and all that kind of stuff. Was it clear and obvious on the pitch for everyone? What we're we doing and for us in the context of. What's happened before? Like, I'm going against my nature here because what I'd like to do is, well done to Lutz and congratulations, and give them all the credit they deserve because they do deserve a lot of credit. But I'm here trying to say I'm baffled because a few weeks ago, Aston Villa away, we're forced down to 10 men for two of the softest yellow cards you can ever see. And then after that, Uh, 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 A red card offence against them doesn't get given. We get given a penalty against us for the softest penalty you've ever seen. And it just keeps happening. So we go to the Forest game and we get an apology after the Forest game. It's 1-1, by the way. The Aston Villa game is 2-2 at that time. So the Forest game is 1-1. We score a goal five minutes ago after... um, Um, What they call then first, it's a a handball, but then, you know, they have a handball on their goal, that doesn't count, and so on, and we get an apology afterwards, and so on, and so on, and so on. And and I'd like to, um, so tomorrow I'll I'll be only thinking about what my team needs to do better, because that's that's the way you progress. But I don't know what to say to my players, I'm coming inside inside the dressing room, I'm like, my lads, you know, this and this is what we did well, this is what we've got to do better, but what's happened in the end, I can't explain it to you. I just, I don't have the answer. I don't know what's happened. I want to know, do I need to tell something to my centre-back, to my goalkeeper, to my winger, For you know, or, or, or in my honest opinion, it's just a blatant foul. Tomorrow I'll be fine. Tomorrow I'll be fine because it's always about us. But today I, I just have to mention, it's, it's just too much.
0: Now, some EFL action for you as playoff chess in Hull hosted mid-table Norwich City. Here's how the game sounded on TalkSport 2.
1: Forward 30 yards out. Now he's into the D. Now he's into the area. Pounces with the outside of his foot, and that is a wonderful goal from Jonathan Rowe with the outside of his right foot. He worked his way into the area, and he swings it round gun And Norwich against the runner player in front. It's Hull nil, Norwich one. Well, that's an absolutely brilliant piece of play. Three four shirts in the middle. Great cross. Takes a flick and takes a deflection. And Norwich City wrap up the points rather fortuitous in the end but Hernandez Cross took a deflection off a whole player and it was bundled into the far post whole nil Norwich City 2. Yeah, well, that's all about Anel and Anders, his persistence. Here yeah, now he's Morton, edge of the area. Is he going to unleash a shot? He is! Oh, what a strike! Tyler Morton with nothing on from fully 25 yards has drilled it into the corner of the net. A lifeline for Hull. <laughs> for he looks at his watch and he will blow the whistle. And the Norwich bench explode with ecstasy. They were made to work hard for those final few minutes A game. They looked to have in the palm of their hands. Tyler Morton's late goal made it a grandstand finish, but Hull just couldn't find the ball into the box. A couple of really big clearances at the back and added on time. Decent game in the end. Hull just couldn't quite do enough. Hull 1, Norwich 2.
0: Now yeah, today you can hear live and exclusive commentary of a huge West London derby's full Fulham take on woeful, out of form Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. With their thoughts on this huge encounter is Marco Silva and Mauricio Pochettino, or Mopo as we call
6: him. It. Okay, it's going to be special. No, no doubts about it. We you know that is really difficult. Uh, we have been um, breaking some of. These numbers every time, or and every time, no, I don't want to go in this direction, but most of the times when I come here to sit with you, your questions come how many times we don't, how many years we don't win against this side, or that side, or that side, or that side, how many years we have not been achieved a good result in this one and that one. Um, well, okay, we are here to break all these things as more as you can, of course. some things are in our hands, and you are going to do our best. Uh, last season we we did break some. That is a good example against Chelsea. Chelsea at home last home match we won against Arsenal at home, and so many years that we haven't, we haven't won as well. Okay, is being part of our journey here at, at at Fulham Football Club as well, and is another opportunity for us to break another one. It's going to be tough. If we, if I would like to give this great feeling for our fans before the, the, the short break and before the, the second leg of Carabao Cup, I would love it. Uh, it's going to be tough, yes, but to we go with this. Ambition at at San Fabrizio.
4: Here they might be on the attack though, with William who skipped past three challenges and he tucked it in at the near post in front of the cop. Pereira ran into the box, squared it to William. He jinked past two defenders, including Virgil Van Dyke, and popped it beyond and Callagher.
6: It's really important, you know. The connection between him and the club uh, is huge. Is huge from him to to that football club for the that, that fans, for the fans uh, with him. We felt that last season when he went there. To play in a very good derby again from ourselves. Um, last season we had two very good derbies against against Chelsea and um, I remember, I don't know the minute, but when uh, he got substituted in, in that moment all, the ovation that he got from all the, the stadium and the respect that they showed for him is is huge. I think he's, he's well-deserved as well because what he's doing in our football club at 35 years old, imagine him with 27 and 28 what he's capable to do.
4: Chelsea won the- Middlesbrough executing the game plan to perfection. Of
7: course, disappointed with the last game, but uh, the first 90 minutes that we are losing one nil and then in 10-12 days we are going to play the second leg. Too many things happen around after the, the game because we are Chelsea and we cannot afford to lose this type of game. But to be honest, if you play 100 times, maybe you lose one because it's football, it's not another sport. When Maybe in another sport with the same... You know, situation always you have 100% the percentage to win, but that is football. And yes, we made too many good things, but on the end, uh, normally we <laughs> we got the criticise. But it's good. Sometimes we can learn with the criticise and being tough. Feel uh, we need to feel the pressure because we need to grow. For us, it's important to perform and to and to win. I think at the moment it's it's not important to be in one another position. The most important is to finish above. <laughs> you know them. But I think it's important uh, because we are going to face a very good team. Fulham is doing well. Uh, we saw the last, the last game in Liverpool in the way that they play. Not only in the Carabao Cup, if not in the semi-final, if not in the league, in the Premier League, I think that they are doing really well. They have very good players, and going to be tough the game tomorrow.
0: Now, Newcastle boss Eddie Howe joined White and Jordan to talk about the possibility that some players may need to leave the club to satisfy financial fair play after their most recent set of financial figures were announced.
3: Yeah, I knew that um, Darren was going to speak to the media regarding our financial situation because our accounts were released yesterday. I I don't think there's any surprise in that, Jordan, because... Every football club will have to trade now with financial fair play being such a prominent part of football. So, selling players and trading is part of uh, what every football club is going to have to do, and we're no different. So, um, whether it's our top players, as you quote, th- that remains to be seen. But um, selling players and trading will be part of football going forward now, I think. Player trading, if you look at Manchester City, Arsenal, et cetera, et cetera, they've all traded players not necessarily between each other, but they've all traded players um, in recent windows. We've done that to an extent with Alan saint Maximum, a player we didn't want to sell, um, but we had to um, last summer. And that will continue to be the case, as I say. And that then gives you the opportunity to keep things fresh and recruit players the other way. Like every window, we're we're looking for uh, opportunities to make the squad better, first and foremost. Um, This will be a challenging window for us because financial fair play is active and it has been active in our thought processes probably for the last two, three windows. I'm going to continue to try and make the best decisions for the short and long-term future of the football club.
4: It's finished here in Manchester. Very comfortable as far as City are concerned. 5-0, they've beaten Huddersfield. Four goals in 41 minutes.
3: Look, uh, we fully respect Manchester City. They've been the, the best team in the Premier League when you consider probably the last... Uh, five years. I think they've been incredible, pro- probably even longer. They've got, for me, the best manager in world football. Um, but we, we don't fear anybody, Jim. And I think that's always been our mantra since we've been here the last two years. We try and attack the game and take the game to the opposition. Uh, and we try to do our thing while acknowledging what they do at the same time. But, and that's how we approach this game. Now Sven Gorn spoke
0: to Breakfast after his announcement regarding his ill health, which made headlines this week the ex-England gaffer, looked back fondly on his time in charge of the three lines.
8: I was very happy, very proud to have that job. And uh, you talk about opening the papers. I never opened the papers. Because, well, I read a lot uh, when we beat Germany. <laughs> mm. But normally I didn't read any papers. And uh, that shouldn't have happened maybe, but uh, it happened. And uh, But I didn't read uh, much of it or almost nothing of it. But to be the England manager, Alan, that's the highest you can come, I think, in in that uh, profession. If I could uh, play again all the games we lost uh, and there were not too many, I would maybe have done it different. But, you know, I think we did well and uh, we uh, we should have done better, especially in uh, in Germany. We had a fantastic team and I think we were better than all the other teams in that tournament, but we lost on penalties again and mm. Juan Rooney had problems yeah, and things like that. So, But... Uh, as I told you, Alan, I was very proud and very happy every day. Southgate has a fantastic, I, I agree to, it, fantastic squad in and uh, the next big tournament in, in June now. I think England has a good chance to win it. A lot of good players. And if one or two should be injured, he can put in others and you will not uh, notice a difference. Very, very strong team. Difficult to beat.
4: Right at home.
2: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
0: Let's start with breakfast. Arsenal Invincible, sorry, unbeatable. Ray Parler got a little confused when discussing movies with Shabana. Herb.
1: Shawshank Redemption, the, the, that one with, what, with Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom uh, <laughs> would be one. Would be one of my absolute favorites. But that's
4: a, that's a great film because it's a true story. And how how he how he done that? Are you I'm winding Sh- me
1: up again? Ray? Shawshank
4: Redemption. That's is a true it, story.
1: Did you know that? I
7: can't Ah,
4: so uh, well, you just said it's your favorite film. You should know if it's a true story. Or not. Should I? If do you know it's a true story? Okay, he's no, an accountant, isn't he? Never
7: no, do. Huh. Is he
4: at G- a- <laughs> it? Give, another- give us another movie. Like. Wait, do you know another have a great film? It was his true story, Green Mile. That was a really good story.
3: Green Mile. was? Tom ah! <laughs> Hanks, wasn't it? But that it wasn't
2: was
4: a true sorry. story. But obviously, wasn't a true story. But no, no, seriously, um, that was a true story. <laughs>
0: Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goss and TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Make sure you join me and Benny at four for another week of drive from Monday. In the meantime, be safe, everyone. Be safe.
3: That was a podcast from
4: TalkSport.